Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Morning, Wayne. We will see you and 2 Chains here in studio about 1130 Eastern. But right now, it is time to skip the BS. Time for Undisputed. Time for you to hit us up right now at hashtag Undisputed Live. We will get to LeBron and get to Dame in just a few minutes. But first up, it is time to talk National Football League with two former greats, Michael Irvin and Keyshawn Johnson. Morning, gentlemen. What's happening? I think I just lost the fashion game for the first time in the history of this show to these two. I, I'm third on the list today. I yeah. cannot compete. You're all right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, <laughs> you look good, y'all. Wait, you, you, you look I love sensational. All right. Thank you. I love that. Let's do it. All right, let's go. Baker Mayfield's box did make it interesting late in last night's game at Buffalo. Did cover the eight and a half point spread, but still lost 24 to 18. Michael Irvin, what did you see? Now, now first of all, let me say this because I, I, you know, I like this little connect that I see in, in, in Tampa. Now, what I saw in Buffalo was for the first time the team, well, well I won't say the first time because we okay. saw it in Miami. That was the only time we saw it. But we saw the team in Buffalo that we've been talking about that looks like, okay, this is the team that was going to give Kansas City a run, that was going to be one of the top teams in the AFC. And let me tell you why we saw that. What we saw earlier was, okay, we, we, we saw the one guy, we saw Stephon Diggs, and we saw Stephon Diggs make a lot of great plays. But yesterday I saw other players get involved. I saw Buffalo spread the ball around. Buffalo had four players, four players with five-plus receptions and over 50 yards, never before in Josh Allen's career. Now, you get Josh Allen with that arm and those legs, the ability to make plays with his arm, the ability to make plays with his legs, and now you don't know where that ball is coming and where he's throwing that ball. That makes it a lot different. That makes it a lot different. That makes this a tough team to beat. Mm. Now, when when they're playing this way, other guys are pitching in. They can put up easily 30 points. I know they only put up 24 last night. Mm. But they can put up 30 points, and it's going to take that key to keep them in the race with those top teams in the AFC, like Kansas City and that team that I'm falling in love with, that skip pick named Baltimore Ravens. I, I need to see one more week out of We'll yeah. talk about that later. All right. We'll talk about that later. But they did look good last night, and they mm. spread the ball around. That's the key. No, they absolutely look good. And, and this Jacqueline Hyde effect that they've had all season long, you lose to a team that you probably shouldn't lose to, then all of a sudden you bounce back and you reel off a couple of victories. This is the yeah. opportunity for them last night. This was the opportunity for them last night to do it again. And so they took care of business against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It was balanced on both sides of the field. I'd like to see them run the football out of the backfield with James Cook a little bit more. I don't want to take anything away from Josh Allen's legs, mm. but I certainly don't want my quarterback having to run the football nearly as much, even though he's dynamic when he does it. I just fear something, okay? Now, when you look at him last night, he got rolled up on. I don't know if it was his shoulder or his ankle, but he had to go in the tent. Then all of a sudden, we're looking at Kyle Allen warming up. So that, to me, scares me a little bit. And I know the Buffalo Bills fans 
was probably holding their breath trying to figure out exactly what took place there. But he came back in the game, and like you said, Michael, the distribution of the pill is extremely important. Stephon Diggs is going to get his, regardless <laughs> to what it is, because he's the number one target. But when you have others like Davis and Kincaid and those guys stepping up and contributing, you're going to always win football games. You know, defensively, I like to see that knee brace come off of Von Miller so he could actually go get the I quarterback. Agree. I mean, I, it, you, I was really uh, skip zooming in on him but, and watching uh, him to I, see his you. get off. Yeah. It just wasn't quite there, but I think it's the knee brace kind of still a little tender holding him up. That's more mental probably than anything. You, you get the knee is. brace right in that area because you know it's going to be a lot of falling around your legs right now, and he doesn't want to go through that. And once, once he gets fully healthy, I think that, you know, obviously they're missing Milano at, on the linebacker position, but once he gets fully healthy, I think this team sits right around mm. that four, five marks, because we still got to see Cincinnati in the AFC. They're not quite Kansas City. They're not quite Baltimore. But then they've already beaten Miami. Okay, we love Miami's explosive offense and the things that they're capable of doing, but they already got one in the back pocket on Miami. Even though they lost to New England, they're still right underneath Miami. And then if they can catch Miami, who knows at that point, Skip, whether or not they're the team to actually win the AFC East. Okay, I appreciate everything you both said about the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to be Baker-centric because I do love me some Baker Mayfield, and I'll be the first to admit to you his career is teetering as we speak. I thought he played okay last night. He did some good things, and he did did some not so good things. And I'm going to remind everybody his rushing game, his running game ranks 29th in the NFL because they just can't run the football. And I'm going to remind everybody – that their leading sacker is Vita Vea, and he did not play last night, so they have little to no pass rush because there were times Josh Allen just stood and stood and stood back there until he finally decided to hit somebody with a wide-open pass. All right, the weird thing about Baker Mayfield is he can struggle through points of the game, but late in games, he gets weirdly clutch because he guts it up and, 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 and he plays hard and he... He gets a little like psycho, and there, there's, it's almost like a little Tebow-esque where, where he gets more accurate late in games than he was during the bulk of the game. So late in the game, he starts throwing, dropping some dimes, and he threw one. If I could show you, the, this one's to Mike Evans that was not caught in the back of the end zone that would have given him a little more time maybe to make this a football game, but it's still 24 to 10. He throws a deep ball to Mike Evans. I thought this was a hack of a throw that this hits Mike Evans oh. in the hands I know it's a tough catch but you guys make that catch I think you do because it it did it hits Mike in the hands he's really good you know again is he going to be able to toe tap it's a right. close call right. but it, you know, the, my point is that's a good throw it's a it's yeah. a good throw he yeah. threw it where only his guy that is catch. correct the right. problem, that is correct the problem with that particular catch though skip is it's at the fingertips. So if it's at the fingertips, right. the defender, it's not in the palm, it's at the fingertips. It so was. the fingertips are a lot weaker mm-hmm. than the palm I, of the hand, it. so the defender can swipe through and it came and out of it. you're scared to extend any more because you're right toe-tapping that right. line. If you extend any more, yeah, you're, okay. you're afraid. So out. then Baker got a little lucky on a throw to Mike Evans that scored a touchdown because it hit the defender's Man, that, helmet. that throw, though, when it left his hand, <laughs> yeah. 
based on the way he matriculated the football, mm -hmm. I said, oh, that's a touchdown. I swear, okay. I, that's I, a, I understand. And without getting I, there, I'm I like, understand. oh, that's a touchdown. And then the two-point try, it, it gets tipped up in the air and, and KDOT and catches it. Okay, it's a little lucky, but all of a sudden, it's a six-point game. Yeah. And all of a sudden, on a third down play, Buffalo cannot get the necessary yards. And all of a sudden, they're faced at midfield with, should we go for this and end the game? And they, mm. they punt. All right, so all of a sudden, Baker's got one last gasp, and he hits three straight passes for about 20 yards, and then we get to a Hail Mary. You guys, you, you know Hail Marys. Keyshawn, you know Hail Marys from both sides of the ball because you defended Hail yes, Marys absolutely. as well as caught them. This is, talk about a heck of a throw. This, this is a sensational Hail Mary throw. Baker has to duck the rush and step up under yeah, and get yeah. a little momentum forward, which helped get a little more muscle behind the ball get a little more on it, and it drops to nobody in the middle of the end zone. Chris Godwin could not find it. I don't know if he lost it in the well, lights. You, he what, got turned right, around. What you want to do, though. It's like just reach well, out. What you, you want to do is you want to turn around that. before you enter into the end zone. Okay, good About point. About the one-yard line, you kind of want to start to track the football, find the football. if you can. All and right. then Mike Evans well, on the flip side of things, he actually right. should be – the, the guy in the man. middle as There's the a jumper. Point. There's a point, man. We, we, you, you, you go back, you'll see at the beginning, the point man lines up in the middle. He's going to go all the way down. That's Mike Evans, I would imagine, because he's the big guy. And he's supposed to turn around. Now, Godwin should go in back of the point man just so he can tip the ball back and the other receivers in front of the point man so he can tip the ball forward. That's the strategy. They're of almost a hell there. Mary. If you see the right, guy right. in the front, I, can't, I don't know who that is, right. but he's being doubled. So well, he let's, can't let's, get there. He right. falls on the ground. And let me Straight explain problem. something. Yeah. Let me skip. I hated the hell, man. Because? Most receivers do. Most receivers, you see what they're doing right see, here? See, I like it, though. See, see, they're see that push, you see how they're pushing Mike Evans? They're just push. pushing him all because, over the Because the point man, they, they're smart enough to know we got to keep the point man off the point. We got to keep him off his spot. He's six so, feet so, five inches tall. Right. Go ahead. Yeah. See, I guess I, I liked it, though, right. because I was taller than everybody. So right. I actually scored a couple yep. touchdowns. Good point. As well as a couple interceptions in college and in the pros. Okay. So, I, I don't know. I like it. Let me tell you what, all this pushing going on, you never going to get a call. Never They're never call. going to call never this. Call. They're never going okay. to call. And so you're just fighting through it. Except the Green Bay game in Seattle. That time they, they called did. it in the Green Bay Seattle game, they yep. called it. All, all right, but in all the Hail Marys you've ever seen, I can't remember one that just dropped uncontested right, right in the middle of everybody right. in the end zone. It just falls and hits the turf. Yeah. Nobody even touched the football. Usually it's a scrum. It's a yeah, rugby if fight. If he could have turned around. I know. If he just turned, it's, it's, right, it's right, right there. He could track it. And, and, and even Mike Kevin, I'm fighting those guys. I'm swinging at them because I want the yeah. ref to see this. I agree. Oh, I'm fighting. Get, get, get out of the way. And the ref, maybe you get right. a call. And Skip, you yeah. talked about the Bucks not being able to run the football. You're never going to be able to run the football if you don't attempt. 17 attempts is not enough. Yeah. I don't I care they if they just are don't stepping trust you. It. They don't but if trust they're it. They, the one thing that I learned in, in, in professional football from many of my coaches that love the running game, yeah. 17 attempts is not just enough. Just stick I, don't it, care yeah. if, I don't care if we got 2.5 yards. Yeah. Stick with it because one or two or three of them at some point yeah. is going to pop. I don't want Baker Mayfield 
throwing the football 42 times. Right, yeah. right. I know you love him. I no, like him. But I don't want him right. throwing 42 right. times. I, I'm with Give you. me some I got balance. It. I, I got all it. that Mike Evans, and they, 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 they put so many guys on Mike Evans they do. yesterday. They've kept well, so many guys on him. How many did he get? He, he got three. Didn't he get three targets? Uh, he got six targets for three catches. So that's they're, they're tripling him every time. Right. They're saying you can't have him. Right. And one time, Baker play. did get it to him. There's a holding call. You oh, know, you the deep crosser. Yeah. Yeah, the okay. deep crosser. All right. Allow me to go back to Hail Mary one more time to the point you made. This is my pettest peeve in pro football because you, you should call it the way you right. always call right, it. Right, right. If, if that kind of contact on Mike Evans right. in the end zone had happened any other place at any other moment in that football game, three flags are flying because – that they are just – they're pushing him, they're shoving him, they're impeding him because you can, quote, unquote, get away with it because it's a Hail Mary. Why should you be able to get away? I, I like your point, Keyshawn, because once upon a time in Seattle, they said, no, that's just a flat-out – you well, interfere. What, happens, though, what happens in this situation is it becomes offset penalty because the offensive players so. are pushing – the defensive players are grabbing and holding and pulling you to the ground. <laughs> so you keep the flag. If you throw the flag, it's offset. Right. You don't want it to be offset. Yeah, you want I, to get out the building. Gives me another play. I yeah, but 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 but, yeah, but, but, but if they for some reason no playmaker, they decide to not give you offset right. and call you that's for right, passive right, interference. Right, right. Then you'll be saying something different. Correct, so, right. but right here, I I, I I totally understand, and and I totally understand what Skip's saying. But right here, I would love for Mike Evans to be fighting back, just yeah. to fight back. To, to, and and, and if, uh, you're, you're saying, ref, call this. Yeah. Call he, this he, when, when, when the back. When the ball bounces on the ground, Mike just throws his hands up like, w w what well, are you be, doing? Be like, an actor, in yeah, other words. Okay. All right. But, but again, was it pass interference? It's just blatant. It, it's, but, it's like outrageous. Yeah. It's so much but pass it, interference no that no. His okay. is pass interference, and the guy at the front of the goal line that falls on the ground yeah. is literally being tackled. He's so being what tackled. is that? I, I, I don't mean, know. you can't call it. Is it just because it's in Buffalo and, and the crowd no, is crazy? No, he's being tackled. No, I, I, I got I it. I think that's Kate out and he's being tackled. He's being tackled. But I'm just saying, this is Buffalo, and I don't think they want to end the game with a penalty and give Baker one play from the one-yard line. No, that's they're never, never going to call it. The yeah. last time I saw yeah. it ever called was in Seattle, yeah. Skip. They just won't call it. You said last time, you really mean probably the only time. Maybe that's what that, you really mean. That may be the case as well. Okay, could, as well. Could, could Baker have gotten the ball in the end zone from the one with one more play? I, I don't know, but I'd like to have seen it. I would like to have seen it because I think he deserved one more play. The point is, they have now fallen to three and four have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that's the and question, Skip. Does he deserve yeah, I, what you see so far it. another year? Let's go Saints. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You're back in business now. Let's right? go those, Saints. Those ain'ts, they're back oh. in business. So I thought for a while Tampa was going to take control. It looked like they had taken control. So now we're to Baker's career. If, if they just if, – if they continue to lose close games, I, I'm telling you, there's a chance he's going to be relegated to maybe somebody's backup quarterback for the rest of his career. Well, look, if, if – well, if, if Baker, right, Baker, that's, why, that's why I started this talking about it. I didn't think Baker played too – I didn't think Baker played horribly. And no, I love, I love the okay. fight in Baker. I love the fight in Baker. That so fourth I. quarter, they put those plays he made, he, he got run. I don't know how he got out of that one sack. I don't know what that was. That that one sack, that twirly thing, he didn't yeah. win and ran. I mean, he, he that, can that's, escape. That's yeah. guts, man. That's fight. I I, I thought Baker did. Here's really. what I would say, Skip, to your his career. What's gonna? What I see happening is, as time goes on, and they continue to not put the wins on the board. Yeah. 
they'll go to, to Trask because they need to see what he looks like. Probably. But if he continues to keep them in contention, yeah. because this is a sorry division, mm-hmm. and they stay in contention, he'll have an opportunity to be back in Tampa as a quarterback. They may draft a guy. They may look to get a veteran, whatever the case is, to compete with him. But I think if he can keep them in contention, he'll have an opportunity. If not, then what you said is true. He will probably be moving on if he wants to continue to play football and be somebody's potential backup until something goes wrong where he becomes a starter. I I know Tampa look. I I think they're looking to see if they can make something out of this Baker Mayfield, Mike Evans connection because they got to make a decision on Michael Evans. Mike Evans also remember they got the trade deadline coming up. People are talking about Mike Evans. I like what I see between yeah. Baker and Mike Evans, and obviously they do too, and all defenses do too, because that defense yesterday just said, somebody else got to beat us. We're not going to give you Mike Evans. They, Everybody's recognizing that combination. That's why I say it, it, maybe they run with this. I forgot mm-hmm. about his deal up. I forgot about that. Well, what, Mike Evans? Yeah, yeah. you yeah. might want to. You might want to pick up the phone but, to your you old know, boss, man. Right, right, but you're not, right. When you talk about going to trash, then that means yeah. when, when you go, when you – Go away from Baker Mayfield. You're saying now, okay, we're in yes. full rebuild mode. Yes. That day, we're in full rebuild mode. All of these guys, all of the veterans, all those, we got to get rid of all of these yeah. veterans now because we're in full rebuild mode. And I don't think they want to go there. Well, that in order to do that, though, Skip, you, the, the they still deadline is next week. Yeah. So right. you got to make a decision right now. right now if that's the way you want to go. Otherwise, yeah. you stay the course and see how the season goes. If you get yeah. to the last. Right three or four games and you are out of contention, yeah. you certainly want to see what Trask has. Okay, no but question. To, to your point about Dallas and Mike Evans, CD's, you know, he's, he's going to want CD money, yeah, right? Okay, so that's the problem. You, you, can you pay two they of all, them? They all want the same money, no, no, man. Right. No, I got it. All right, back to the Buffalo Bills. This is just me, and, and this is – I feel about the Bills the way you do about CD. What have you told me, Keyshawn, several times – there's just something missing. That's what you think. I, I don't, Michael, I don't think thinks that. But but the point is, with the Bills, I, I watch and I think there's still something missing. Well, right now, obviously, Matt Milano is missing and Tredevis White is missing and Von Miller is still missing because he's not right yet. But there's something in Josh Allen where he has been a turnover machine. And you can just about count on him to, to give you the football once, twice, three times a game. Even last year, what, what was it? They played 18 games. I think he had 23 turnovers in 18 games. He had one last night. It was a little unfortunate. Ball got tipped up in the air. But there, there's always a little something missing where, where they struggle to put people away. And they struggled last night to put that team away. And Tampa is not a really – they're not a – powerful football team. They shouldn't be, have been in that game last night. No, they shouldn't have been right. in the game. In, in, in but they Buffalo, can beat you. But they can beat you. They yeah, beat, and they, Buffalo they failed to score on multiple opportunities they did. inside the red zone. They did. Cash in with points. So, yeah. Buffalo's got to figure out, in the end, how to close things out. They, too, in my opinion, didn't run the football nearly enough to James Cook. He had a couple nice little runs. He averaging about five yards a pop. I take yeah. that all day long Absolutely. because that's going to put you in short and medium with no question at all. For whatever reason, though, I think they still are trying to figure out, or Ken Dorsey's still trying to figure out 
how to call a game, the flow of a game on the offensive side of the ball, because that's their strength right now is the offense. It's not their defense. Yeah, it's Josh Allen is their strength. That's why when I started this, I talked about him being able to get the ball to so many different people because he is the focal point of this team and the focal point. That right here, this is what we're going to see. When we talk the run game for the Buffalo Bills, it's going to be Josh Allen. That's why they gave him all the money. He is the franchise. But mm. when they get other guys involved and not just Stephon Diggs, this team can be tough, and it's hard to beat. And they need to win games because they need to play in Buffalo. They're different in Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, they're different at home. They won the last seven at home, 13 of the last 14 at home. Any chance Buffalo has at going to where they want to go, they got to win enough games to get everything okay. back in Buffalo. So a very young receiver emerged last night for the Buffalo Bills named Dalton Kincaid. And Michael Irvin, I sat here in this very chair and pounded this desk before the draft that the Dallas Cowboys should snatch up Dalton Kincaid to replace Dalton Schultz at tight end. Yeah. And he had impressed me the most, Keyshawn, against your Trojans in the regular season game. I don't think he played in the championship game, but but he he's just a stud. He, he had, what, 22 catches? Yeah, it was, it was unbelievable. I said, that, that kid can really play because he's 6'4". He's, he's kind of your size, maybe even slightly bigger than you, and he can flat-out move. And that was his coming-out party was last night. And then Buffalo snatched him, and we wound up with Mozzie Smith, who has yet to make an impact, but we'll see. Maybe it's still to come. But he's not, mm. he's not getting that many snaps yet, which is a little disturbing to me. But Dalton Kincaid is going to become Josh Allen's best friend, slowly but surely here. And he was last night in the big moments. All right. I think it's time to move on to the Los Angeles Lakers. They played at home last night, barely survived the Phoenix Suns. Wait a second, the Phoenix Suns without book and deal? Really? Should Laker fans be encouraged or discouraged after last night? That is next. No mercy, no mercy, no mercy. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. Last night here in L.A., the Suns played without Devin Booker, without Bradley Beal, yet the Suns were in control for most of the game until LeBron's driving layup with 343 left finally gave the Lakers the lead, and two more driving layups by LeBron made possible the final score of Lakers 100, Suns 95.
Back to you, Keyshawn. Should Lakers fans, and you are one, be encouraged or discouraged by what you saw last night? Uh, I, a little bit of both, though. Yeah. I think you should be encouraged and a little discouraged at the yeah. same time, even though we got the W, but it took LeBron James to play 35 minutes and then kind of take over with about two minutes left in the game. Yep. Um, Anthony Davis certainly played he did. better yeah. than he did against Denver, yes, yes, especially sir. in the beginning of the game where – he got his butt on the blocks. Mm-hmm. He, he was physical at times. And, and so when you look at it, you go, okay, cool. But then in the end, it was all about LeBron James. And I think that is the thing that we all got to take a step back and realize he can turn it on and off when he chooses to do so. And that was clear last night. Now, the discouraging part is yep. they did all of this without the Phoenix Suns at full strength, yep. without Devin Booker in the lineup. And when you look at it, you say, okay, so Book's not there. Who else is missing? Oh, Bradley Beal's not there. Oh, and the Lakers had to come from behind against a team that was undermanned, even though KD was ice cold and looked like KD from 10 years ago. I mean, it just, it was amazing to watch him play. But you got a little bit of both, man. You got encouraged and discouraged a little bit because of the, the, the lack of firepower that Phoenix had with those guys on the bench and in trying to decide when they're going to come back. And we sitting up there teetering and toying around with them instead of taking full control of it. Mm. It's just good to see we did get a W. Mm. Yeah, and, and, and that was important. And I say encourage in this sense. And I, 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 I say encourage in this sense. You won a game. Now, you win a game. Now, you didn't want to start this season in the West with losses to Denver and Phoenix. It just, it, just, it just makes you feel like, oh, man, we have no shot at getting through the West, you know, because we lost to the two, two top teams. Now, Skip, you say something. Those two, dri- uh, those two drives to the end, end Three, the actually, yeah. by LeBron mm-hmm. to win the game. Yeah. Remember, we argued about, does he still have that in him? Can he still do it? Last year, at the end of the season, he was a little tired that he made that same kind of drive but couldn't get the ball in the basket. Mm-hmm. He's fresh right now, and everybody's talking about only playing him so many minutes a game. And in order to do that, you're going to need AD to be AD all the time, not just the, you know, we played pretty good last night. I'm going to tell you what I saw. I see, I see a couple things. I see LeBron always propping an AD up. Always propping him up. He's a star. He's his team. It's the, you know, and then I'm watching the game, and I see AD gets the ball right at the, right at the, uh, right, right, right at the free throw line. And, and Kevin Durant's on it. And I'm thinking to myself, for old football man, I said, man, go get the ball and just back KD down and just, just, just get physical with him. Mm-hmm. Wear him out yeah. so you can take away what he has on offense, even though Key talked about it. He didn't play great. But, but wear him out. The mentality I wanted him to have. And, and, and he did. He just passed the ball off. Mm. And I said to myself, that's the part, Key, where you say encourage and discourage. Mm. Everybody's trying to hand this torch to, to, to AD. And every time I watch it, I don't, I don't, I don't know what AD wants it. AD, like, I just want to mm. show up and do what well, I he, do. He, he played, look, he, he, Skip, he played well. He had 30 yeah, points. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. did. He yeah, had right, 30. Right, right, he right. got to the free throw right. line he 10 did. times. But and it, by the way, three blocks and three steals. Three I'll take blocks, that. Three blocks, three steals. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, but it's right. the closing moment yep. that I think when you look at it, you say, man, take advantage of this dude. This dude who's guarding you, he's got quicksand in, for feet. He's, he's right. in mud. Hmm. He's gravy boots. Well, you one, 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 right, right. One, do one or two. If you got a smaller dude, go bang him up. 
Mm. If, if you got a big dude, go buy him. That's your gift. Your gift is you got both of them. So I want to see you use them. If it's a bigger dude, I want you to beat him with the quickness. If it's a small dude, I want you to beat him up like Kevin Durant. Beat him up so he don't have the power. And then, I, and then I'd like to see a little bit more skipper Austin Reeves. Just give me a little bit more. Yeah, he, ha he, he hasn't been what he was last year. Maybe there's Not early. Little, but there's a little pressure. He got his bunny and he got his stardom and his – his shine through the offseason. Now you got to live up, and it's not that easy. And as Paul Pierce said yesterday, or maybe two days ago, there's a book out on him now. There's a scouting report, and maybe it's a little tougher. He's just not shooting the ball yet, but what, whatever. I, I got you. All right. So I did pick this Laker team to win it all because I do like this roster. I want to see Jared Vanderbilt come back and give them a, a defensive presence that they might not quite have without him. But, Keyshawn, I got to tell you, I just sat in awe watching this game until the final four minutes because it was just wrong. You, you, you cannot let that team do that to you in your house. And I know it's only game two, but LeBron was fairly quiet. He had 13 through three quarters. And I'm thinking, LeBron, you, you got to turn it up, man. You got to go. Somebody's got to go here. AD, are you going to just say no, not in our house? Somebody has to say no here to Kevin and company because there's really no company. And I'm looking at the fourth quarter box and I'm saying, Jordan Goodwin, do you know who Jordan Goodwin is? Well, he, he played eight minutes and 22 seconds in the fourth quarter for the Phoenix Suns. He's undrafted out of St. Louis. I didn't even know who he was. They, they, they are having to resort to that against the Los Angeles Lakers. And to LeBron's credit, it looked like Darvin Ham was indicating to him, maybe maybe it's time to come sit because we're on this minutes restriction. We're trying to keep you right. to 30, right? Yeah, right? And it looked like LeBron said, no, not tonight, because he knew what shame this could inflict on this team, even though it's very early, if they lost to Phoenix without <laughs> Devin Booker and Bradley Beal. So LeBron says, no, I'm finishing. I'm going to play all 12 minutes of the fourth yeah. quarter. God bless him. Way to go because it's not that 35 is not. You, you'll be okay. If you pick your spots, maybe the next game you, you keep it to 28 minutes. But they needed LeBron to take over the game. And what was happening? Nurkic, I think, were you referring to Nurkic? Yeah, yeah I was okay. Referring all right, to Nurkic. All right. Nurkic got in foul trouble, yeah. thanks in large part to AD. But, but Nurkic is very slow footed and he's got five fouls. And to LeBron's undying credit, I've been pounding on the desk since 2004. You are the greatest driver of the basketball in the history of this game, and I think it ain't even close. He is, as Darvin Ham said in this preseason, a freight train going to the basket. I think he weighs 270-ish at 6 feet 9 inches tall, and he is still obviously in supreme shape and has uh, uh, as much explosion as any going on 39-year-old we've ever seen play this game highest IQ in basketball. So why not? Why not just put your head down and drive the basketball because Nurkic is going to be hesitant to go meet you at the rim because he's playing with five fouls. So LeBron just ran a layup line drill because he just started putting his head down and going to the basket. What do I hate the most about LeBron? When he just pulls up and jacks up 30-foot threes, and I'm saying it's not your strength. It's not your forte. If you have to go shoot those free throws, which is also not his strength, Ooh, just go shoot the free throws because he had made four of them in the game so far. I thought just if they're going to yeah. foul you, which they should have done, Nurkic should have just fouled out. He should have just said, I'm going to knock you on your tail, and you're going have to go make the free throws three times in a row they did not touch him he shot he didn't dunk it he shot layups up off the glass well 
that for for a Frank Vogel team who prides himself on playing defense, that was a bad look for the Phoenix Suns, who scored a grand total of 11 points in the fourth quarter to 28 for the Lakers. 28 to 11 in the fourth quarter because it became KD or bust, and ultimately it was bust. The point was... LeBron James is a 34% career three-point shooter, and I'm going to remind everybody, in last year's playoffs, he missed 19 straight fourth-quarter threes, which set the all-time playoff record for missed threes in a fourth quarter. Well, well quit. You're killing your team. Do, do play to your strength, and I loved him last night for what he did. Well, that was a straight pass. That was a straight pass. Put, put your head down. Put your head down. He was fresh last night. He was fresh last night. He was worn out last night. He was fresh skip last night. That's why he decided to say, as you said, I'm going to play the fourth quarter because I feel I got it. I, 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 I feel know. good. He only right. shot. Five, he only attempted five threes, though. You right. making it sound like he was out there pulling threes no, left right. and right. No, no, right. I didn't say he was. But and, although, and, although, and, although and, wait a second. And, and so far this year, he's two for nine. Injured. Two for I, nine. I understand. Okay. Our shooting, our shooting. They, they had, yeah. they um, hit seventeen percent mm-hmm. of the threes last night. We're not a good three-point shooting no. team as of right now. Yeah. It's just. That's just the reality of it. And when you look at LeBron's career, he's always had a bunch of shooters around him yeah. when he's gone on to win championships. For yeah. whatever reason, they were not falling when we were attempting him last night. He did exactly what he should have done yes, based on did. the personnel that was on the floor for the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. He realized that Nurture couldn't come out and right. guard him at the top, and he was going to blow by him yeah. whether he had five fouls or not yeah. because he can't move laterally like that. No. So LeBron did what he was supposed to do. He Thank took you. control and did what he was supposed to do late in the game. He wouldn't yeah. have had to do that if, for some reason, they felt confident in AD. If they felt yeah. confident in AD, we probably right. wouldn't even seen LeBron. Mm. Probably wouldn't have seen him. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and even to that, though, because I, I was reading where LeBron said, you know, uh, I'm going to stick to what the coaches said. You, did you guys see that? Where, and, and I remember back when Chan Gailey finally came in with a plan to rest me, and I was like, when I saw him try what the coach said, I really didn't mean that. I was just saying that. And I kind of felt that when LeBron said it. And that's what skipped. So when you brought it back up, by them saying, no, I'm staying in the game. You he, know, did. He, he understood the importance of it. So but, did but, you defy Chan Gailey? Did you say I'm staying in? Or? Oh, no, I came out the game. I came out the game, but but and we were, we, I, we were up 21 points when I came out. Then Washington came back, and yeah. and 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 they came back over to me and said, "Michael, we need you back in the game." <laughs> I was this close to Scottie Pippen that thing, really? but I went on back really? in the game because my guy. I did not know me. that. I was this that close been to Scottie Pippen that thing. Like, really? Uh, I went back in. Of course, caught the winning touchdown. Oh, the tie, the tie <laughs> touchdown. Then we went overtime, won the game. Huh. But 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 I remember saying, "I'll try this. I'll try this." That, you know, this sit-down thing. But if it don't work, we'll both be out of job next year. He and I both were out of a job the following year because it didn't work. You see what I'm saying? So, But I love that LeBron did last night. He said, no, I got this. And it took me back to my mama with time. I would, I would be safe to say you were only out of a job because you were injured. Yeah. He was out uh, of a job because he couldn't <laughs> okay. play. So okay. let's clear that All right. up. All right. Bingo. Yeah, we both out of a job. I would agree. All right, back to the Phoenix Suns. If Devin Booker had been healthy last night, I don't think you can win that game because he's not going to allow it. And I'm going to say this again. For a while, Keyshawn, you were on their bandwagon. You, I think you early on picked them, and then the last second you switched to the Lakers to win the West, right? But you still like them. Okay, I, I have loved Kevin Durant like you cannot believe, especially since his Oklahoma City days. 
I'm seeing him slightly on the downside. I know he had stretches last night. Listen, I am seeing him on his downside because he was losing his legs in the fourth quarter. They, it, it was all on him. It was the night when he had to be everything for he that team. He scored 39. Uh, I know exactly what His he did. His stroke was sick. He's four of 11 and one of four from three in the fourth quarter. Okay, four of 11 and one of four from three. He, he was going to have to really take the game over. He controlled the whole game. Yeah. Well, he didn't control the fourth he quarter. He got to let some other people Keyshawn, try to help him, Skip. They scored 11 points okay. in the fourth quarter. That's okay, unacceptable. Okay, but, but at the same time, let's let these others – Try mm-hmm. to step up and help him. You're on the floor. Yeah. I understand he's out there playing with a bunch of cardboard cutouts, but at the same time, they got to step up. What do you want him to score, 55? No. He gave you 39. No, he scored nine in the fourth, and you're going to have to score 12 or 14 to do this. Devin Booker would have just said no, but he's much younger with fresh I, I cannot with you. I can't hey, with you, Skip. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to tell you that a uh, longtime NBA source of mine who is highly trusted and very well known, I will not speak his name, texted me right before the show and said, Kevin's just not that guy anymore. And, and again, I, I I've already said it. I, I can't. Said, I can't. I, I'm not going to get into okay. this with you. Well, don't. You, uh, you don't have to because I, I did it. And you'll, you'll see what I'm saying man, over time. Man, did you time. see the way that, that, that... Have you seen Kevin in the last two playoffs? He has not been I'm not talking same. about the playoffs. I'm talking about what my eyes saw last night, mm-hmm. Skip. Yeah. I'm not talking about the playoffs. All right. Well, because I can point to a lot of great players yep. that in playoff games they didn't play their best. Okay, yeah, he's had he he willed in Brooklyn if his if he didn't have an 18 on instead of a uh, I mean you know instead of the actual size. Yeah, well, he would have he would send Milwaukee home. I only talked about that for like. Ten hours. I wasn't. I, yeah, I wasn't here with you. I ain't was, got nothing to do with that. Game. That yeah. was a great game. I'm right. just saying wait, wait, wait. when you start hey, talking. Key, about I don't know a whole lot of great players that don't show up all the time now. So you can't be what throwing you mean? that out. You can't be throwing oh, out. Man, great players on, that don't. That you say people have bad games. Yeah, they have bad games. They have bad playoff games too. I know. I'm not saying. Come on now. Not great player. Great players. Man, y'all gotta stop, man. In the great, in the biggest moment. Dude had 39 and was stroking last night. Yeah, you're you're just happy that you won the fourth quarter 28 to 11. Of course I'm happy they won, yeah. but I also recognize greatness when I see it. Mm-hmm. And that dude oh, right is, there is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, bad is. Keyshawn, Why, you're, you're talking bad. to the biggest Kevin Durant. So then what are you history. talking about this, Kevin? Okay, I, I tell the truth, what I see. I tell, I see it and I say it. That's what I'm seeing. So he, what you he saw. Is on the downside what, what, of his He career. on the downside because mm-hmm. a couple didn't fall late uh, in the fourth quarter? Uh, just, I, I know Kevin Durant inside and out his game when he was in Oklahoma City and those first couple years in Golden State, my Lord, what he could do. All right, we got to get back to the Dallas Cowboys. Haven't spoken too much, except we had a parade prediction. That's all we had. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Jerry Jones now indicates he will not make a trade. We debate next. No mercy, no mercy, no mercy. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. 
And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Speaking of Jerry Jones, he now says he doesn't see the Cowboys making a trade before Tuesday's 4 p.m. Eastern deadline. Jerry told Clarence Hill before Star Telegram, I don't see anything heated up to the level that would cause something to happen. Jerry also said, and I quote, I do like this roster. Would I improve it if you give it an opportunity and it made a lot of sense? Of course we would. But if we don't do anything at, at this trade deadline, we've got a team in my mind that can get us where we want to go. So, Michael Irvin, do you believe Jerry is smoke screening and does have something cooking? Or do you believe he's sending an early message to Cowboy fans that he feels he does not need to make a move at this deadline? I, I really do believe Jerry thinks that he has the team right now. Now, now, and he may have the team right now, but let me tell you how this looks. I, first of all, I don't want to hear him say, well, what, what, what doesn't look like we have any interest in anything or anybody. I, yeah. I want to I want to hear you. him do the old Belichick here. We are always looking yes. to improve. Because you don't know what opportunities may come. And now Jerry is always negotiating also. You know, so I don't want to say anything because anything I say, that means it gives more value to, to, to if I need a player. Mm -hmm. If I need it, for instance, a guard, and you know I need a guard, now you're going to ask for more compensation. So, mm -hmm. so I understand Jerry may be negotiating also. But the issue is when you're seeing Philadelphia yep. hunt up every stone, turn over mm -hmm. every rock trying to find players bringing in a Julio Jones on offense, going to get a safety from Tennessee for your defense, go get Bird. You keep getting players, getting players, because you're saying we're doing everything in the front office, mm -hmm. and you send a message to the players, you make sure you're doing everything on the football field. Mm -hmm. And I wish Jerry would be kind of giving that message. Yeah. We're, we're always looking. This game right here, this game right here should be your final because if, if, if I saw Michael Gallup playing like Michael Gallup played years ago, if I saw Brandon Cooks doing things, then I would say, hey, you know, you're good enough right now. You're right. But right now, right now, though we saw peaks last, in the last game, mm -hmm. they, they haven't shown enough for me to be saying that I'm, I, I'm out of the business or the trade business. Yep. That, that's what, that's all I'm saying. Good point. What, what was your question? Is, he, is Jerry smoke screening, or do you think he's, he's got something cooking that he's just not acknowledging? I think he's probably waiting for the phone to ring. Isn't that what he said? He he's said not, that last he, He's yeah. not going to initiate Monday. conversation? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's waiting on yeah. the Denver Broncos to say, hey, we want to improve your team so you can win a Super Bowl, buddy. He's mm -hmm. waiting on the Tennessee Titans to say, hey, you need a smash 
uh, smash mouth running back, we got one named Derrick Henry. Yep. Do you want him? Because if you want him, you know, we're, we're calling you, man. We want you to win a Super Bowl. You've got to be active if that's what you want to do. Sitting around with smoke screens, and I understand Michael says he's a, a negotiator and all he's negotiating. Negotiating with who? Like, if you want a player and you need to improve your roster, mm-hmm. we see that you need to improve in certain areas. How can you not see it? Yep. How can you, who's there every single day, seven days a week, not see that you need to improve in certain areas and there's opportunities out there with guys that could potentially be on the block because their names have been mentioned. Yep. Now, maybe you don't want to surrender certain capital. Economics doesn't fit under your salary cap structure because you have to pay C.D. Lamb and you have to address Dak Prescott and you have to save some money for Michael Parsons. I understand all of those things. But what we're saying in order to get to the level of the Philadelphia Eagles, never mind the San Francisco 49ers, the Philadelphia Eagles who continue to knock on the door to find something they go underneath the rock to say, we can improve in this particular area. We didn't, even though you may think, yeah. Skip, that Julio Jones is a shell of himself, that may be true. But the right. fact of the matter is, at some point in time, throughout the right. course of the season or into the playoffs, yeah. one or two plays one or two. he may make. You it doesn't right. cost you anything. Nope. Okay, so now... And by the way, Kevin Byard is not a shell of himself. He right. is it, legit. Right. He's still he's Kevin Byard is he, not he, a he shell play. of himself no. at all whatsoever. And I ran down a couple days ago the transactions that the Philadelphia Eagles have made over the years versus the transaction that the Dallas Cowboys have made. Mm-hmm. One team has gone on to multiple Super Bowls. Another team is still trying to find out whether or not they can get out of the second round. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm just hard-pressed to... To think, uh, yeah. why is Jerry acting this way when clearly you need help in certain areas? Okay. So go get it or else okay. we'll be in Vegas just hanging out, not watching the Cowboys. Okay. As a lifelong diehard Cowboy fan, this is what is tearing my guts out. It feels to me like this trade deadline is different than usual. A lot of trade deadlines, and I've been through a bunch of them, they come and they go, and there's nothing really happening because this league isn't a a trade-crazy league. Baseball's more of trade-crazy at the deadline. But more and more, we've seen big moves made at the NFL trade deadline, and this may be the all-time year for teams tearing down, for sellers. Where you, you, Keyshawn, you've talked about Denver and Tennessee and maybe even your New, New Orleans, Orleans Saints. They don't, and, you know. Okay, okay. All of a sudden, I'm hearing all these names, and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I got all those names. You even brought up your nephew, Michael Tom. Could he be available? I, I don't know. Maybe. You, you better go kick the tires. You better go see what's happening. They're probably not going to call you. Maybe you should call them. Nobody's I, I calling nobody's, you, Skip. Yeah, he, he's saying, I'm Jerry Jones, and you're not. People call me. I, I don't stoop to call people. They call me. Okay. So here's my biggest fear, Michael Urban. I do know Jerry. You know him very well. My fear is that he's sending a message to Cowboy Nation by, by planting a seed of patience. Like, you're going to have to be patient with me at this trade deadline because I really like our roster as is. He, his pride is, is deeply sunk into this roster because he drafted most of it. And he's saying to you, I, I still like our chances as is. 
I don't stoop to, to go tit for a tat with Howie Roseman. I, I don't want to fight fire with fire with Howie Roseman because I'm Jerry Jones. I got the Dallas Cowboys, and we're really good. I, I do believe they're really good. I can also make a case they're one big piece away from being that team, being completely over the top and into the NFC Championship game. If you go get... Michael Thomas, or maybe it's Derek. I don't know who it is. There are, all, there are so many players. Cortland Sutton is out there. Do you think you need a big back, Michael? Do you think you need a big back in the offense? Yeah, listen, let me tell you. Why, why, why do I like when I hear the thing? I know you started the, the Derek Henry. It's because I've also heard that that would only cost you a second-round pick. That, that, that Tennessee would listen for a second-round pick. That, that I would listen to. Sure. That I would listen to. Because if it doesn't work, I, I, I'm getting a second-round pick out. I'm going to keep my first-round pick. I, I, I can work with that. If Derrick Henry works out this year and get me to a Super Bowl, that's fine. Maybe I'll look to see what we can do next year after that. But, but that's somebody that's a big name. That's a big name that'll give people confidence, yeah. give you give, give you say, hey, man, we're doing stuff to get to a Super Bowl. I, I, I don't think you have to compete with Howard Rosen. But, but the reality is everybody's going to be sitting here saying just what we're saying. They are making moves. If great players are available, you should make a move. And, and I, like, I told you I need that physicalness, and Derrick Henry brings if, that physicalness. If, if Jerry like, has you said... You get Tyrod Smith back, he, they, you know, they're bringing him back now. And, and, and that big fella right there, now you got your goal line issues figured out. Mm. Now you got your red zone issues figured out. Mm. If, if Jerry has said, Skip... Yeah. I don't have the salary cap space because I have to address other people mm -hmm. here in the spring. I don't know how we could do it with these high-priced guys. Mm -hmm. I could accept that. But if you are trying to get Wait, 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 to, Keith. Why, 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 why you can't accept that, Keith? We, we, well, no, the reason, the reason I could accept that is because if you say to me that you have to address... You got three guys that, that come to mind that I think you have to address in the offseason or at some point during the rest of this year. You got to address C.D. Lamb. You do. All right, which means you're going to have to pay him and make him probably one of I the top. I got C.D. on the field right now. No, no, I understand that. But, but the salary cap, what, what you, what you got to realize, too, Michael, is when you trade for these individual players, contracts come, expired contracts come. True. Depending on what you give up for that player, let's say you get a guy on an expiring contract, what is that going to cost you? You say a second-round pick. Well, I don't want to give up a second-round pick for a guy that's a rental for six weeks. Yes, yeah. I do. No, you yes, don't. Yes, I do. No, you yes, don't. I do. If no, you I don't. got faith that we're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. No, the, you don't. Question, the question no, no, is this. because that second-round Wait, 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 wait. Stop, 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 stop. telling me what I won't do, and I'm telling you I will. <laughs> Let me ask you a question now. Okay. Will you right now put a second-round pick on the table if you're getting the Super Bowl? Yes, you will. Yes. Yes, you will. But there's no and, guarantee and, based on your coaching and your philosophy and your defense that's a dog. But There's it, no guarantee. None, 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 none of us a guarantee. But I, want, but I want to pitch in right here and say, I'm this close. I'm this close. I, I understand. A Derrick Henry, you put me over the top. I'm putting that second round pick on the I, table I, I, right I understand, now. but I'm saying to you. I'm not, but you know, you're worried about next year. You're worried about all season. I'm, I'm telling, telling you, Jerry, I, figure it out. I, I don't want to hear that about next year. I can't talk to you, man. we use this. I can't talk to you. And I get tired of this, too, guys. I can't talk to you. I get tired. We give GMs and all of them. No. They, they, you guys, listen. You know how to figure out the salary cap. Figure I, I get, out. Stop, stop. Your I don't job. even believe it's a salary cap. You give right, people right, money that, when you want right. to give them money. Right. I, I, that's what we're saying. I understand that, but I'm trying to get you 
to understand okay. his thought process possibly is that he's looking at the fact that he may have to pay CeeDee Lamb. He's going to have to make CeeDee Lamb one of the top three highest paid receivers based on his numbers he and his will. accolades and the things that he's done. Yeah. He's going to have to make Michael Parsons the highest, the highest. paid defensive player in the history he of the NFL. He's going to do all that after he make a Super Bowl this year. I don't want to hear none of that. I don't care about nobody making no money next year. I'm sick of this. I'm tired of not having. I'm tired of hearing people say, we ain't won in 30 years. I don't care about money. Jerry got all the money in the world. I ain't counting his money. I'm counting Super Bowl rings. Go it's get me some It's not the money. It's That's the cap space. They got to give Dak Prescott $250, $300 million. It's cap space. All I'm saying to you, Michael, is that he may be – I'm trying to come to a reason That's as to good. why he's saying the things that he's saying. Mm. That's all. I'm trying to figure out why would you say – People are going to call you. Why would you say you're not actively moving? Because I'm just trying to figure it out. You, you know what, Keyshawn? If this were 1994, I'd be okay with this because they would be in the middle of a dynasty run featuring this man and Troy and Emmett. But they're not. It's been 27 years since this man helped his team get to an NFC championship game and go win a Super Bowl. 27 years yeah, right. since then. Everything. No, no NFC championship game, even that. I know that. And, okay. So my point is, I'll go biblical here. The Bible says pride goeth before the fall. Jerry still has Super Bowl pride mm. and it goeth before it, it leads to a fall because you're 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 right. acting like you're right. playing from a position of strength here, like you're still the Dallas Cowboys. No, you're not. I mean, you you are in TV ratings, but not in wins and losses, right? I, I, I am the one. Teams. We've seen two I, teams I, throw everything in and get to a Super Bowl. We watch right out here. I understand. We watch the Rams. I get this. The Rams did it. Y'all no, no, act no, like we, we I watch. want y'all. Y'all act and like I'm to hurt going. the situation. I'm the one who brought up Derek damn Henry and right. DeAndre Hopkins and my nephew and Courtland Sutton. I was right. trying to give y'all the information to take back to him so Clarence Hill can write it. That's what I was trying to do. Yeah. And you going off on me. No, I'm just saying. You, you, you're giving them an excuse. You, they yeah. got, they I'm just, not giving them an excuse. The last deal they got was, what, $130 billion? Man, they can figure out salary caps. They got plenty of money. Give me a Super Bowl. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I, I, I'm, I cannot. This is... While my Advils are, are completely <laughs> gone, because y'all give me a headache. Good. Well, we got one. We've had one for 27 years. That's so your fault. Congratulations. Fall. All right. Let's talk LeBron next. He speaks out for AD on national Man. TV right after the game, even cursed twice for emphasis. Mm. What was that about? No mercy. No mercy. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. LeBron obviously had a statement he wanted to make about Anthony Davis in his on-court TNT interview right after last night's 195 win over the Suns right here in Los Angeles. LeBron cursed twice on national TV, maybe for emphasis. Check this out. We don't give a about criticism about AD. We don't care. 
Nothing bothers us. Nothing. We don't. AD doesn't care. I don't know if guys have figured that out. AD does not care. He's not on social media, so he doesn't see none of the crap. Wow. Rachel Nichols was at the game last night, as was Lil Wayne. They saw each other. We'll see Lil Wayne in just a few minutes here on the show. But Rachel. What did you make of LeBron's comments? Well, look, it's always great to see teammates have each other's back, but he really didn't have to defend AD with the way he played last night, especially yeah. in the fourth quarter. He was attacking, got to the line seven times. 13 of his 30 points came in the fourth quarter, and that is, of course, the Anthony Davis everyone wants. The criticism comes when he has the nights like he had on Tuesday, one rebound in a half, no points in another half. Yep. Cannot play like that consistently. You don't want LeBron to have to play 35 minutes in a game against a Suns team that, of course, had two of its stars missing. So, again, last night, Anthony Davis played great, exactly what you want as a Laker. It's just every Lakers fan, like Keyshawn next to me, thinking, how come he can't do this every night? I will say one thing, though. The fact that they did not go down 0-2 to start the season was huge. There was a lot of tension in that building going into the fourth quarter. They were down double digits. And the idea that after last year's two and 10 start, that they could start this season down 0-2, there was a lot of tension. And it was a good fourth quarter for your team, Keith. And, and Rachel, you're right. He did not have to defend AD based on the way he played last night. But it wasn't necessarily about last night. This is about the buildup over the years, right? Since the bubble, since the championship, the buildup. And you mentioned consistency. He hasn't been consistent in what we deem as big games, the Denver game on a Tuesday night. No matter what we say, yeah, we probably would have lost that game regardless because Denver was feeling a certain way. But the fact that he didn't show up from beginning to end like he did last night. You had weak competition last night. It was weak competition. It was KD that was out there. Outside of that, you mentioned, Rachel, the two other stars didn't even play for him. No. So he should dominate that particular game. But can you carry it over when you get to play against bigs that can actually defend or, or guys that can defend you and your toughness isn't there on the block? And you're not turning around, bunny hopping and ducking on people. And you're not going to the free throw line 10 times. You don't have three block shots. Can you do that? Can you do it then? And, it, and if so, then great. You won't hear the noise. On top of that, not being on social media is a great thing for him. I, I think <laughs> I it's agree. wonderful for all athletes to not pay attention to the outside noise. But it doesn't matter because you're going to walk past the television. You're going to have friends say, hey, did you hear what so-and-so said about you? It's just human nature, man. At some point, you're going to get that information. And if he allows that information to weaken his mentality, then we're going to have these same conversations. You're going to see Charles Barkley saying what he says. You're going to see Shaq saying what he says. You're going to hear it even if you don't see it. And on top of that, the fact that a matter with LeBron had to say something tells me AD has heard this. Why would LeBron have to say it? Well, LeBron was asked. No, no, I, I, no, I, on I national get it. TV. No, I get yeah. it. He's asked a question. He's responding to the question. But you can't tell me AD doesn't know what people are saying oh, about yeah. him out in I the agree. streets. Okay. You know? But I'm glad we won. I'm, I'm glad we're not on two. So I don't have to listen to Skip try to create mm -hmm. some narrative mm -hmm. about LeBron care. not finishing the last mm -hmm. two minutes of a game. Yeah. Well, he did finish last night, Skip. He, and he did well. He shot three layups, and I was impressed because he finally did what I've been banging on this desk for him to do since 2004. Just put your head down and drive it. You're the Barrel greatest family. driver of the basketball I have ever seen, and you still are. Fresh legs. Yeah. yeah. 
freight, freight train. And I was so impressed. I think Darvin wanted to take him out for a couple of minutes of the fourth quarter, and LeBron just flat out said no, because to Rachel's point, he knew the shame that would be heaped upon this franchise <laughs> if they lost to the Suns to go down 0-2 without Devin Booker and without Bradley Beal. Well, Skip, you're right yeah. that they actually talked about it at the start of the fourth quarter, that Darvin asked him, do you need me to take you out partway through this? What can you do? And Darvin no. was smart about this. He saved his timeouts. He did. So LeBron said, I can go the whole way, and Darvin gave him some very key mm -hmm. timeouts down the stretch, and he the Suns did. helped him out there and as well. And then Vogel helped him by challenging a play. Yep. So, so you got three little rest stops there all right Good. i was i was though i was taken aback by how agitated lebron was about this because he was ready to unleash if he got said question because yeah. i'm going to reread the first line right out of his mouth we don't give an sh about criticism about ad and then he goes on to say that that guys haven't fit he's talking about guys in the media in general, haven't figured out. AD does not care. He's not on social media. So he doesn't see none of the crap. He rarely talks unless it's to us. And we don't give an SH either. So LeBron went out of his way to curse twice on national TV, and he is the shrewdest operator. He knows what he's doing. This He wanted to drive home the point, we don't care. We have, to your point, we have his back. But it surprised me because, to your points, AD played really well last night. And he wasn't showed about, up in the fourth skip, quarter. You know it yeah. wasn't about last night. Yeah. No, I it's know, it's, it's something general. that's it, it's okay. that buildup yeah, in, 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 from last season mm -hmm. into Tuesday, like Rachel said. It's that buildup. Yeah. LeBron does his only role with AD. He doesn't need to make AD a better player. AD is a better player, right? He's a great player. He doesn't need to help him out on the court. When AD is cooking like he is in these clips right now, LeBron doesn't need to help him. The one place LeBron needs to help Anthony Davis seems to be his confidence and his yep. consistency. So, yeah, regardless of how he played mm -hmm. last night, if he gets that question teed up to him, he is going to shout it from the rooftops because that is his job with Anthony Davis mm -hmm. at this point on this team. And that's his leadership. And when you, you think about it, Rachel and Skip, LeBron James is essentially AD's coach, essentially, yeah. right? He's his mentor, his big coach, brother, big yeah. brother. What you yeah. could call it many different things. When he's going to him to get him to play better, it ain't just because AD is suffering and not playing great. It's also because LeBron is hearing the outside noise. AD may not be hearing it directly, but LeBron is hearing it. Whether LeBron's hearing it from inner circle, from other players and other teams, he doesn't want that for AD. So AD, when, he, when you go to somebody and you say, hey, man, you got to play better, you don't think that that player realizes that it's coming from somewhere outside of LeBron? Yeah. He certainly does. And I'm sure he heard it Tuesday, Wednesday. He heard it Thursday that he needed to play better. Okay, so what happened at Denver? I'm going to reiterate. He scores 17 in the first half, which is really, really good yeah, against Joker yeah, yeah. with one rebound. And you're like, how, how could you score 17 and be 6'10 with seven feet length? Well, because you're you out, you out there at the top, not okay, down low. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. And then we go to the second half. The game is still winnable. You cut it to three with about 11 minutes left. You, you're still down only four with eight minutes to go. And Anthony Davis in the second half goes 0 for 6 he, he shoots one free throw and misses that. But my point is, he, 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 where, where are you? 
Well, you don't think LeBron gets a little frustrated himself as much as he loves AD? You don't think he gets frustrated? Yes, but that's my point, sure. though, Skip, yeah. is he's telling yeah. him, yeah. he's letting him know and having a conversation with him because he's getting frustrated. He needs him to play better. He needs him to play better. When you have Nurkic out there, you got to take advantage of him. Just do. You got to take advantage Agreed. of him, you Anthony Davis. Yeah. I don't care about him shooting threes, <laughs> okay? He's shooting me, making me, don't make him, whatever the case is. But when you're that big with that length, I don't need you outside the square, man. Mm. I don't against this particular team based on their personnel. Especially with Nurkic and foul trouble. But yes. to get back to your point about Tuesday, Skip, yep. look, what separates very, 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 very good players, which AD is, from great players is partly what's going on up here. And that doesn't mean that he has mental weakness or problems, but there is that extra gear, that extra level that the great players have that lets them be consistent and aggressive every night. It's a thing. If it wasn't a thing, there wouldn't be players who separated themselves out from That's just being fact. very, very good to being great. Yeah. And so far, he's still developing that. We've yeah. just seen it. You know what I call that, though, in a short order, uh, Rachel? Mm. Scared to fail. <sighs> when you're scared to fail, you're going to do everything. I don't know. But I, when I don't... you scare great players, when they scared yeah. to fail, Michael Jordan... No, never scared, scared to fail. Yeah. He no, gonna uh, shoot. Hey, he he's not gonna Keyshawn, allow somebody else to Keyshawn. shoot. He gonna shoot. Michael Irvin was scared to fail. Scared to yeah, fail. He was. He was. He yeah, was driven. Yeah. Driven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, look at Kobe. All he wanted to do was not lose. Right. That, More that, than wanting to win. The, yeah. that's exactly. The difference. Kobe Agreed. and Michael Jordan didn't want to lose. Yeah. And then so, you have players who really yeah, want to win, that's and that's correct. a different driving force. And by the way, those guys have won titles, but it's a different kind of player. You know, you talk about the fourth quarter in Denver, uh, not the fourth quarter, second half. Second skip half. in Denver going to zero points. Mm -hmm. You didn't shoot the ball enough. So if you don't shoot the ball enough, you only have six attempts. That's not enough. Yeah. You're going to fail. Yeah. And if I'm going to fail, I'm going to be the one that failed for myself by shooting the ball. Yeah. I'm not going to do it because I'm not going to fail because I don't want to shoot. What's the current phrase now? He has that dog in him. Yeah. Well, well sometimes, sometimes AD does have that dog. I see nights when I say, look at that. No, he does. But it's just sometimes again. the dog comes and the dog goes, right? It, okay. There was yeah, a, but I need my dog to guard right. the house at all times, though. Yeah, all times. I agree. There was a stretch last year from November 13th to December 13th. I know it was early, but go back and check it out because AD played 13 games in a row mm -hmm. and it averaged a 32 monster. a game. Yeah. He was the, the best player in the league. Yes. He went to, to Philadelphia and destroyed the man who was about to become the MVP, Joel Embiid. We're going to talk about him, his fourth quarter last night in just a minute. But the point was AD was monstrous. How can you do that? Then he got, he, he, I think he stress fractured his foot. I never could figure out what it was. And he misses 20 games. And then he never could get back in a groove. So what, who, who is he? What is he? Well, he drives Keyshawn crazy as a lifelong Laker fan because you never know exactly what you're going to get, except you did predict yesterday, coming off Tuesday, you're going to get that dog in him, right? Well, Last yeah, night. But, but I also, Rachel, I also look at, who they were playing in the matchup, right? Yeah. So when I'm looking at Nurkic and I'm saying, okay, you got to take advantage of this. Yeah. You, you just, that, it, it's like me playing against a DB that I know. Yeah. I'm like, man, this dude, they better not. <laughs> I got to take advantage of it because if he gets the best of me, then what does that say? Yeah. And so I knew based on just looking at it and booking him being out, I'm like, he's going to have a really good game. Mm -hmm. Now what about the next game and the next game and the next game after that? Well, okay. look, again, the reason the top five players in the league right now are the top five players is they have everything. 
They have everything. They have all of that skill that Anthony Davis showed in those, la- those 13-game stretch last season. They have all the skill he showed last night. And they also have the consistency, the mental approach. And again, yep. I want to be clear. Anthony Davis is mentally tough. He has been through a lot in his career, and he has battled through it, and he has shown up, and he is an NBA champion. But there is a difference between top five and down from six under. And Anthony Davis has not reached that level yet because he doesn't have every single part of his game cooking every single night. Mm. There's a reason great players are great. Okay, let's talk about the other game up next. Dame's debut. We debate next here on Undisputed. No mercy, no mercy, no mercy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Damian Lillard had a big debut in Milwaukee last night. 39 points in part because he made all 17 of his free throws. I love that. Sixers did make a stunning run to get back in the game and actually lead by eight. Then Dame made a stunning run, and the Bucs held on to win 114 to 113. Keyshawn Johnson, your biggest takeaway. Well, I would say it's Dame Lillard. His debut, 39 points, the most in a, in a uh, Bucks debut. And they had a lot of great players playing their franchise. But when you go out and you get a guy like this, as you and Rachel know, he's going to add something. I know we talked about them missing something on the defensive end, but that's yep. okay. That's okay because when you score 39, Agreed. that makes up for whatever little bit of defense you surrender. That does. And Giannis yep. doesn't have to carry nope. the basketball team, although Middleton didn't play well, he didn't score well, but at the same time, when you look at it, you got a two-headed monster right here. You got two of the best all-time at their position doing what he's able to do. Okay, he made all 17 free throws. So when you start to really look at what he's bringing to the table, it's something different about Drew Holiday being on the floor for Milwaukee versus Dane. Dane brought this energy, this snack, crackle, pop, this, this we here type behavior I felt. I felt like they felt good about him. They didn't say, well, we diss on Drew Holiday. It just felt like that they was behind Dame 100% in this situation. I'm like, I'm just applauding it. They they made the right move, in my opinion, getting a guy that can score at a high clip with no problem at all, creating his own shot if he needed to. He was walking in the threes, man. Yeah. He's walking into him and launching him, Rachel. I don't know. I saw him stepping back into him. Oh, oh, yes, step, oh stepping, yes, stepping back did. into him as well. Yeah. Well, look, he did exactly what this Bucks team traded for him to do. He was yeah. great in crunch time. He was great in the clutch. Of all those points you just talked about, Key, he 11-point run to close out this game. He had the Bucks' last 11 points. You look at this team last year, they were 18th in clutch time their offense was. Now, all of a sudden... Look, they've got Damian Lillard, and it made a difference throughout the whole game. And Dame was able to be fresher, by the way, for that fourth quarter because he said the difference with this team is in Portland, he had to not only do everything he does, 
but he had to call out plays. He had to direct traffic. He had to sort of tell some of the other players what was going on defensively. He doesn't have to do that here. Chris Middleton does that. Brooke Lopez does that. So he can be even more of the player that they wanted. And look what the result is. Damian Lillard. Mm. Okay. I found this game to be extremely weird to watch because for about three quarters of this game, the Sixers looked like I thought they were going to look without James Harden and with the Harden cloud still hanging over the franchise. They just looked hapless, hopeless, lifeless. They, they just looked completely out of sync, out of sorts. And they trailed at one point by 19 points. And then all of a sudden, Tyrese Maxey, who I, I just love what yeah. he's met. You want to talk about the dog in him. You want to talk about guts and heart and whatever all those intangibles are. He started to catch fire, and then they caught fire, and they make an incredible run to go from 19 down to 8 up. That's with 6.47 left in the game. They are 8 up. They missed a little four-footer in the lane that he usually makes, and all of a sudden, Joel Embiid, the reigning MVP, has got a 15-foot jump shot, and if he makes that at the elbow, it's a 10-point game with six minutes left, and that might have been enough to hang in and hang on to that. I, I you will never know, but I was astounded by that, that they had a chance to go up 10. And then the shot of the night for me was, and I'll show it to you, the Bucks come back down, and Brooke Lopez, at seven feet tall, who can shoot threes, he, he just pulls right up at the top of the circle and says, I, I, I got this. He just says, I, I got this. They just leave him wide open and beat him, go out and get him. And he banged it home to cut it back to five. It was like a big shot because then Embiid turns the ball over. And then I'll show you the next one. Jay Crowder hits another bomb yeah. three, and all of a sudden it's cut all the way down to two. That's why the three is so lethal, especially when you're home, because now the crowd has been redetonated. Then they missed a, a three. He didn't shoot that. I think he was four of 12 from three. And Embiid misses a three on top of it. And I'll show you one more. Giannis makes a big shot to tie the game at 440. A little jumper in the lane. This is a Crowder shot. And then we got a little jumper in the lane by Giannis, like about nine feet. Good shot. And that, that suddenly ties the game and sets up Dame to go crazy. What did he score? Like 14 in the 11 last straight. Four, last yeah. 11 straight. Okay. So, but my point was. The, the Sixers had them dead to rights for, for a while. And Joel Embiid, I, I got to tell you, if, if you're the reigning MVP, you have to be better than this. I'm a big fan of his. I, I predicted he'd win MVP last year. I pushed for him to win MVP. But I'm going to show you three plays when they had a chance to win the game that he did not make. If we could see the, the all three together here. This is just before the Dame run. Joel comes down, and that's the first jumper that he misses. Okay, usually that's like a free throw for him. And then we got the kick back to Embiid, and that's a bad idea, and he turns the ball. You can't do it there because they're going to go crazy. And then he's got a three. He made three of them last night, but he missed. That was a real big clutch one that could have stopped the bleeding. Right. But then Dame went crazy. He, he First he had a, a wide-open three that Giannis kicked back to him, and he nailed it which is not all, always that easy to do, and went crazy. So it was a great opening night for the dynamic duo, and yeah. now we'll see what happens. Yeah, but I'm not going to get down on Joel Embiid because he missed a few shots down yeah, the stretch just, and because he was the former MVP. I'm not going to do that in, know, two, but he's in the second, that. It's the he's second game that. of the opening season. Come on now. Uh, guys, guys, you're, guys, you're missing yeah. it. Who was missing from that team last night? James Harden. James Harden. 
10.7 assists a game last season. That was the leader in the NBA. The he was the best in the NBA at that. And he was so good at getting Joel the ball exactly where yep. he needed it to be. And this is the conundrum for the Sixers going forward. A lot of people are saying, why don't you just sit James Harden at home? He's obviously a distraction. This whole drama with the airplane and the tarmac. And did he come and did he not come? And he missed half a training well, what camp. What do you believe See, happened, what I do, by the way? What? Did, did he actually show up to get on the plane? That's what Shams reported. So, I, I heard that he showed up uh, to Chris the facility. Yeah. Then I heard that he went to the airport. The yes. security told him he couldn't security board the plane, which, what? which I thought was bizarre Ridiculous. that the team security such would a tell bad him look. that. This is such a bad look for Philadelphia. I think that, look, James Harden has been the one who's been petulant. He's been disrespectful. But you got to keep your own side of the street clean. And this was a <laughs> Big mistake on the organization's part to let it get to but, that point. But you see, you see the problem that they're in. But that's what I because said before, they can't Rachel. Just tell him to sit at home because they need him. They need him to power Joel Embiid. They need him to make that offense work. And look, Nick Nurse has done a great job. He came in already. You saw his style, moving and cutting, and all of that stuff. But they're never going to get value back for Harden, especially with so all the stunt he's put, putting now. But they need him, and no, they need you... him because Joel Embiid needs to feel happy enough for him to stay. That is the big No, no, I, 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 under, I understand. Now, now we get into a different conversation, right? Because you and I had this conversation a couple of weeks ago when yep. the, before the season started. Yep. I said that this was going to be problematic on the team. Yes, you did. Because one of the first things you just said, you said, hey, who did they miss? James Harden. So that's the conversation at the press conference. If you had James, would it be different? If he had this, if he had that. You can go back several years when Jimmy Butler was there. They made a decision to let Jimmy Butler go and keep Tobias Harris. You wouldn't even be having this conversation about yes. uh, if, whether or not they could keep Embiid. Yes. You, that wouldn't have even come out of your mouth, Rachel. If Jimmy Butler was still on this team, you wouldn't say, well, they got to figure out how yes. to keep Embiid happy. Well, they could have kept Embiid happy yes. several years ago if they had just kept Jimmy now Butler instead of Tobias Morey Harris. Came in, but before yes. Maury came in. Now, they are now faced with James Harden issues, and if it doesn't clean itself up, you're going to have Embiid issues at some point saying, you know, do I really want to be in Philadelphia? With that being said, you know, there's a place out here and he can live in Bel Air somewhere. Uh -huh. You know, it's closer to New York City. Anyway. <laughs> Look, now the Sixers also have to deal with an NBA investigation into what happened yep. with James Harden last night. They don't need this. They mm. have to Trading. figure out. But they can't. They haven't. No one's giving them anything no. for him. I don't. But OK, so look at it this way. I'll, I'll use this because you, 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 you're a young lady that has purses and like purses and things of that nature. If you had a purse that was just sitting there all the time and you had no use for it, and you kept going back and forth, eventually you're going to either give it away yes. or sell it. One of the two. You're not just going to let it just stay in your closet and pile up. This is what the Sixers are dealing with. Yeah, but Just let it go. They can, if they let it go, that is giving away their biggest chip to keep Joel Embiid there. The stakes are too high to just give up. He doesn't want to play for him. Okay, he but time out. I, I'm with Rachel on where she's going with this because I was convinced that Daryl Morey was going to try to reconvince James to forgive and forget and be happy. That's been the plan. And by the way, Joel Embiid right. has been trying okay. also. He's already okay. said he but, does but not want to mess with Okay, but dudes. if that's yeah. the plan, if in fact he shows up 
to fly to Milwaukee he, just to be no, there. He's not going to play. He, he, he doesn't want to okay. lose. He doesn't want to lose his free agency I, I, I rights. Got he it. doesn't want to lose but, money. But, but you can't turn him away. No, on that the was tarmac. You, you just can't do it because now you're back to square one. And right? by the you way, know? I don't know if that decision was made by management yeah, at uh, that point yeah, in yeah. the airport or it was just a security guard. I thought it was possibly. a team. I thought it was team security. Team security. I know. I'm not saying security guard from oh, the airport, but yeah. his team security isn't necessarily acting on behalf of the front office in every moment. They're making a decision in the moment. I don't know whose decision it was, but it was a bad decision. Yeah. It was a bad look. And, and I, it and definitely I, contributed, by the way, to this NBA investigation yeah. because James Harden just demonstrated he's healthy enough to play. And this is a violation of the <laughs> rules that they set up, and it made them look bad on a night where, by the way, the Suns had two legitimate injuries. Devin Booker did twist yeah. his foot yeah. at the end yeah. of that game the other night, sure. and he was out legitimately. Beal was out legitimately. But it doesn't look good when no. you've had this whole resting policy put in place, and you're missing James Harden, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker all in one night. They're going to go after the one where the guy showed up for the airplane <laughs> and wasn't let on board. See, that's just bad management it's in my uh, opinion, Rachel. I understand what you're saying. To keep Joel Embiid, you got to try to convince James Hart. You can't convince somebody something that's already checked out. He does not trust Durham Moore. He doesn't want to be there. It's not about the teammates. It's very difficult to walk into a building that, that you just you, – you see the guy who you don't like walking down the hallway because Durham Moore is not going anywhere. He's going to be around a locker room. He's going to be around a team facility. Yeah. He's gonna, you don't want to have a guy in that position – where I don't like something because I don't feel good about okay, it. But let me ask you a question. As a high, high-level athlete, if there is a point where you can be petulant and you can act out and you can try to be disruptive, but you're letting your teammates down. And by the way, James Harden and Joel Embiid are still on good terms. Yes. They're still friendly. So he knows he's impacting Joel at this point. And the management makes it clear, we're not trading you right now because nobody is making an offer. The Clippers have, in fact, said they're stepping back. They're going to wait to see what they have. There is no one out there who wants to trade for him right now. So you as an athlete, at what point, how many months would it take for you to just say, all right, well, screw it. I guess this is the situation I'm in. I can't just not play. I'm getting fined. And this is trashing my reputation. At what point, even if you'd hate the guy, at what point would you sit there and say, this is enough? I would, it, would depend, it would depend on whether or not it's just Duro Mori. Do I have issue with the head coach and Nick? Do I have issue? Do I have issue with the people that's actually on the bench? Probably not. If I have issue with upper management, me personally, I know how to block upper management out. I don't think James knows that because James has gone on to say, I don't like this dude. I, he in fact, as you know, Rachel, he doesn't even refer to him by name anymore. You know who hated upper management and played his butt off? Michael Jordan. You could not have had a relationship that went as sour as it went with Jerry Krause at the end, and he got it done. You can do this. It's not that hard. Yeah, but James and Michael think different. Well, yes. <laughs> I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. No, it's a good, good nugget there, but two different All people. Right. Okay, Rachel, we appreciate you Thank and you, all sir. of your insight and expertise. We're getting back to the National Football League next with Michael Irvin. If Sam Darnold plays, do the 49ers lose? That's what you're hoping. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no mercy, no mercy, no mercy. It is still unclear whether Brock Purdy will play Sunday at home against Cincinnati. So, let's just say for the sake of argument, Sam Darnold starts at quarterback for the 49ers. Michael Irvin, who wins and what is the score? 
24. That's the score uh, that the Jets beat the Cowboys by when Sam Darnold played. Well, it was. Is it? It's Joe Burrow on the other side now. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Joe Burrow's the other quarterback. That's interesting. Who knew? 24-22. 49ers win. All right. Well, I'm going against both of you because I'm picking the visiting team if Sam Darnold plays quarterback. No offense to Sam Darnold. I think he'll play okay in that system because to both of your points, Kyle's got genius about it when it comes to to putting the quarterback in a comfort zone that will be his comfort zone. He'll call just the plays that in practice Sam says, I like this. I'm comfortable. I I feel this play. He'll he'll do everything he can to prop Sam up and make him the best he can be. And to your point, Keyshawn, it'll be the best coached Sam Darnold game he's ever had in pro football. Absolutely. I, I will give you that. I just think that you're underestimating the visiting team because I think the Bengals have slowly but surely turned back into the Bengals. And I think because there are still some injuries going on with San Francisco that we're not sure about, where they're not quite what they were, and they're reeling just – they lost a little bit of confidence, which you do when you lose two games, even though one was just off a missed field goal. But when you get your butts beaten on a primetime big stage game in Minnesota – you just say, are we sure about ourselves? And here comes Joe Burrow. You're hoping that's the case. You're hoping that they're not sure about themselves. I have seen Joe Burrow go to Arrowhead and just say, watch this, Patrick. So he's not afraid of this. And I don't think uh, that kid named Chase that plays, I don't think they're afraid of this. I don't think that they're afraid of it. I'm just saying that when you look at this situation, they've lost two in a row. They're at home. They are desperate for a win. They are. They are desperate like the Cowboys were against the Chargers when y'all was up there celebrating as if you clinched the NFC title already. You got Michael Irvin standing in the stands screaming at the top of his lungs, talking about they've arrived, they're back now. You're jumping up and down at home. I I mean, like, come on now. This is a situation that the 49ers are in. Their backs are up against the wall because they don't want to lose three in a row. They don't want to all of a sudden start to fall behind in the NFC. So I think that they give A-plus game on both sides of the ball at home against a Cincinnati team that's starting to play better. But this game comes down to that defensive line for the San Francisco 49ers. Can you get back to get back there to Joe Burrow? I heard them talk about this. I heard Bosa talking about it. He said, we left plays on the field the last week. There were plays where I could have changed the game. Those were his words. Plays where I could have changed the game, and, and, and it didn't happen. That's why I'm saying this defense is going to take over. Yeah. And the one who has to take over is Bosa in that defensive line. Mm. They have to get to Joe Burrow and before what, he can get that ball off. What, what did Nick Bosa say last week? He admitted or, or actually volunteered publicly yeah. that his holdout took a little away took from his to, preparation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's still trying to get back, get his legs back, get, right. get his momentum and his rhythm back. That it just took a lot of his so preseason that's, preparation. So, so that's okay. certainly a bad feeling okay. there for you, Skip. Okay. All right. Although... Kirk Cousins. I just watched Kirk Cousins throw for almost 400 yards. I saw him get sacked zero times. Zero sacks. I saw Minnesota punt. Minnesota punted one time. One time? They didn't play great. Really? They didn't play great. Okay. The 49ers didn't play great like y'all didn't against Arizona and like y'all didn't against the 49ers. And speaking of your former Trojan, 
You want to talk about pressure? Sam Darnold is also going to feel more pressure than I think he's ever felt in his career. Because even though he was the, what, second pick in the draft, and even though he was supposed to be the new franchise quarterback for the Jets, this is different because he is surrounded by Super Bowl caliber talent. So there is no pressure. That's why oh, I there is no oh, pressure. The what? pressure is to just be able to let your teammates help mm. you win a football game. Mm. You're not doing it all by yourself. Mm. You have well, a coach well, that knows pressure. what he's doing opposed to right. two guys yeah. Todd Bowles, defensive coordinator, yeah. a defensive-minded coach, and then Adam Gates, who's probably shouldn't have never been a Jets head coach ever, 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 ever after Miami. You never. You, you, you landed him with them. That was a setup for failure, right. Michael. But, mm. but the pressure will be, can you follow the game plan? Yes, now, you know that's what I mean? correct. I, I, remember, I remember Jameis Winston going over to New Orleans, and I thought, wow, he's going to learn how to play small ball, which will really make his True. long ball really effective because he's going to learn to dump the ball off now. And, you know what I mean? And he did early on. He was doing great. Remember, he was dumping the ball off, man? And then all of a sudden... That, that itch came back to throw the ball down the field. <laughs> he so, got so, so, hurt. So, so there's the pressure. There's yeah. the pressure for Sam Dunn. Can you play the game that the genius gives you without feeling that you want to pull out your guns and start shooting down the field <laughs> and throwing interceptions? If you had a different coach than Axe at the receiver position, Michael, when you were the Dallas Cowboys, my guy. you probably would have done some stuff that you shouldn't have done at that position. You, you, Just you, like you right. Sam Darnold you know had bad coaching. You did right, Coach. Come on, we now. got that other coach in. He tried to say something. I went off on that. But exactly. you got to He got Kyle Shanahan now. He ain't dealing with Adam right. Gates right. and Todd Bowles, a defensive-minded <laughs> coach, trying to coach All some right. offense. You got a genius, buddy. Listen. I got Cincinnati 28-24, but now we turn oh, our sights to two gentlemen who are about to join us because this is going to get real special we got little wayne and two chains joining us next i don't smell like cologne yeah <laughs> it's so crazy ah. <laughs> no mercy no mercy no mercy back down here we go. This time, Wayne's World features one of his favorite collaborators. Today, we are doubly honored to have Wayne and 2 Chains, who now have created a second album together. Welcome to Collar Grove and welcome to Undisputed Gentlemen. I, I just hope these two will let you talk a little bit because they don't let me talk a whole lot. Oh, so. man, no. I just was checking them out. I just got to up my game, man. Yeah, yeah, okay, man. They got me over here ready to hide. Well, you look good at the game, too, baby. You look yeah. good. Man. You look I real good. I had my man, my little man with me. Yeah. 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 Shout out D-Lo, man. He gave yeah. my little man a basketball, man. He been bouncing around the house all night. So, Change, you have told this story before, but could you retell how you first met Wayne in Atlanta when you were should I say, a salesman of some sort, and you were sort of peddling your product, and you happened to come to the studio where Wayne was recording, and then what happened? <laughs> Only on Undisputed. Yeah. Only, on Undisputed. Yeah. Only on Undisputed. Yeah. Hey, talking about science? What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know what they <laughs> Chemistry? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well... Yeah, you know, Wayne is a rapper. Y'all know that, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, certain rappers need certain things to, yeah. I don't know, get them in, in the vibe or yeah. the mood and to create the ambience. And yep. I happened 
to, to know through. somebody who knew somebody uh -huh. who knew somebody that had what he needed. And okay. so that's how I got in the mix. And uh, we've been friends ever since going on two decades. Okay. But I didn't know he rapped. Okay. So and I, you, you had been rapping some up yeah. to this point, now right? He was fully, he was a full-on rapper. He was already had a contract. He was okay. like, yeah, I just, I just okay. didn't know that. So in that studio that night, did you say, let me see what you got? Nah, okay. nah. He just, as, you know, he's really cool. He's calm, quiet, don't he talk is. much. Yeah. And then one day we was in the car headed to the studio. And he was uh -huh. like, like, you know, let me put something in for you. You want to listen to something? He put it in. And I was like, this is you? And I love it. And we yeah. went to the studio that night. And really? I did, a, I did a hook for him on a song, and that was it. What, wait, Duffel Bag Boy? Duffel Bag Boy. Yeah. yeah. Right? Okay. But you probably heard that a thousand that times. Uh, let me put something in for no, you. No, I don't, because I'm not around people like that. Right. Uh -huh. Oh, so it's they ain't a, sliding up underneath uh -uh, you. Uh-uh. Yeah, okay. so that's why he even. That's why he knew. I don't, he knew I don't rock. He knew I ain't rock like that. So I think it. He, I, I think it was just based on opportunity. You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? It yeah. was. We 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 hung around each other for quite some time. Before. He had put my name in a rap Songs song and everything. And everything. Oh, okay. Before I, I, yeah. nothing about that. He yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insane. Wait, wait. Do y'all know? Let me just. Our people now, y'all be real. <laughs> that's the first thing they would have thrown out. Anybody yeah, else? Don't yeah. you know I rap? Can you help yeah, me with yeah. the That's man? why I said that. that. I'm like, that you nah. kept cool like that, man. And I, yeah, that, that says something. When you heard the music, when you heard it, you said you went and got the hook. Did you already have a hook in mind? As soon as you heard it, you were nah, like, this is perfect. I didn't. Or did I you just, I had, my approach to the studio that night was no matter what, I'm coming up with something. Right. And I'm going to make sure what I come up with is. The, the one, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Right, right, right. So, Ch Chains, what, what's it like to collaborate with him? What, what, what's your connection? What, what, what happens? How, how do you sort of vibe off each other? I like to call it a steel, sharp and steel mentality. Ooh. He's, uh, he's been at a, a great and at a high level for for so many years. You know what I'm saying? So, anytime we're able to come together, I know that I have to be at uh, my apex of my A game. I have to come with something that. It's not probably the first thing that comes to mind. I need to be able to dig deep into my bag of wittiness. And, you know, <laughs> and with that being said, you know, we have a second project on the way that I'm super excited about. I think it's the best rap album to, to come out this year. And mm. I wouldn't want to do it with nobody else but my brother. Mm. How long it take y'all to put just a song together, though, to get it right, right? Uh... These, if we work in the same studio together, that ain't gonna be nothing about it. He gonna, he gonna come up with an idea, I come up with an idea. That's about a good hour, good hour. hour and a half. Before you, you, you mix it and everything? Mixing and that comes, yeah. that goes we'll down. We'll send to somebody we'll else. Somebody but we'll else. be through with the song We'll be hour. through with the song in about an hour. Something enough for something we can go back play and go home and listen to. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you, 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 you come up with words together when, when you're rapping together or do y'all do something separately and then bring it together? If we in the same studio together, right, working on it together, I'm going to listen to it. Oh, we're going to come up. We're going to ask me what I'm saying. I'm going to listen to what he's saying, and we got a got an idea. But if I send him something and he send it back, yeah, that's man, I always text him, like, that's man, what the hell are you, what are you on right now? You know what I'm saying? He just, he going to always, like, I have something, and it'll be real, like, to the left. And I say, man, it's going to really mess him up. And I send it to him, and about 30 minutes later, he'll send it back. <laughs> and I and I just scratch my head and, and just be like, you know, what I'm saying it just it's just an honor to really work with work right. with brother. What's your what's, I know Wayne is is up with the the, the roosters working, <laughs> right? I mean, he up all night long. What's your hours like, same? Yeah, I actually took that that kind of uh, habit from him. I'm up all night as well. Mm. Um, I probably he he's up all 
until the next day. Like yeah, he, that's he what goes, I'm yeah. I, when it start, when I start seeing the sun come up, I'll try to like lay down and get some rest. And What's then <laughs> I try to lay down and get some rest. But you know, for him, I, it's been a situation where I've been in the studio with him, went home, went to sleep, woke up, and he was he was still in the studio. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I remember we, we, when we did a movie, we did The Longest Yard, and I was sitting having lunch with Nelly. And he was right, he, he, and right, dude, I'll never forget this. Right then, we're eating, and he, it just came to him. He said, I got, I got the hook for the soundtrack. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The soundtrack went through the roof. Yeah, yeah. And I was sitting there eating with him. And every time I hear it, I think about that. Like, dude, mm -hmm. I watched this man gift right there in action. Because, yeah. you know, he came up with it, boom. You know what I mean? And, and do you guys ever get that, like, just that inspiration of something that you've seen or you watch and bam, it just comes to you? Of course, of course. And for me, thank God for the iPhone. Because hmm. before, I would have to That's keep trying to remind myself all day because I don't write. Mm. I don't write nothing down. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you don't write? Nah. It's all? Yeah, it's by choice. It's, and they always be thinking that it's some, some type of, like, a achievement that I know. I don't write because I'm too old and too tired to be trying to read. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't write it. Yeah, so, but you know, they got the iPhone now, so I just go ahead and record yeah. the voice memo. All right, yeah. let's talk some hoops. Uh, Chains played some pretty high-level basketball at Alabama State. Pretty good player. You played with some NBA players. You followed closely the Lakers. This is a huge Laker fan right here. You were there last night in the yes, front I row. Yes, I was. What, what was your, your sort of gut feeling takeaway at the end of the game? LeBron obviously played the whole fourth quarter. My gut feeling takeaway from the game is that LeBron is, is not human. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's amazing. And actually, at the end of the game, I had a different, a different, uh, uh, or a new, a new positive feeling that I was able to see LeBron do what he did last night, mm. and against KD, just to be able to see because I, I heard KD say, "You don't know how many times you're gonna get this again." I didn't think about that going into the game. Mm. Also, it wasn't about that. I didn't think about it. It was that Brian put it on my mind by the way he played. Mm. You know what I mean? I was sitting there, just sitting there with my son, like, man, this man really. I don't know how, how much longer we're going to see this, and he st it still looked like day one. Yep. You know what I mean? And he did last night. Yeah. yeah. He's very controlled. Um, I mean, just you can tell he take care, he take care of his body, his mind, yep. you know what I'm saying? And I saw when you was describing your top five Lakers, and you had put Shaq, <laughs> and then you like, nah, LeBron. But I guess it's, I mean, you know, I'm able to see him a lot, man, and just, what is he, 38, I think, or something like that? 39. Yeah, I went, 30, his yeah. birthday... Party was in Atlanta, and the night that he had oh, a birthday yeah. party, he dropped like 38 he on his did. 30 or something like that. And it's just, man, it's amazing to see it up close in person. Mm. Did you, you did you go to the birthday party? Yeah, I did. Yeah. And then he took off and passed Kareem over that next month Absolutely. to February 7th. Yeah. So remember, he was supposed to be on a minutes restriction, mm -hmm. and it looked like he told Darvin to start the fourth quarter, not tonight, mm -hmm. because you cannot lose to Phoenix without Devin Booker and without Bradley Beal at home, at home. Right. and yeah. fall to 0-2. Not that it's the end of the world, but it would just be shameful to lose to that team that way. And to LeBron's credit, he just said, no. Not in my house. Yeah. Wayne, you was at the game, obviously, right? Yeah. So I love, I like going to games. Mm -hmm. I mean, I like physically going to games because things that we see on TV, you don't, you don't see at the game, right? Body language, all of that you sort of see stuff. things at the game that you can't see on TV. Absolutely. Right, right, right. So when, you, when you're sitting there at the game and you're watching AD, though, mm -hmm. 
And he had, uh, a great, he had a great night, no question about it. But what's his, what was his body language like as, as Phoenix started to just close, close that gap like that yeah. and then LeBron got to come in and play the fourth quarter? Did, was AD kind of like, did you see something? He was like, this is why people feel this way. What I noticed was, what I noticed was he stepped it up too. <laughs> but, it all, well, what you, but it also looked like it took Right. For Brian to, to do what he right. did right. for him to step it up. But also, you know, still, for me, I was listening to y'all talk earlier. For me, I still get mad at for the fact that you, you, you AD, man, you ain't got to be putting the ball down. Man, I don't want to know that you're not a dribble. I don't want to know that you got a shit, man. If you don't body these people. Hmm. And so for me, if he's not doing that, that's, I, I'm, I'm judging that question on that, is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So he's not even doing that with The Rock. And, he, you know, he was doing what he can. You know, he go to... Oh, he can do what he can, but I, I would love to see. I would love to see a lot more dog out. Right. I, mean, I'm wanna, I know he's tired right. of hearing that, though. Yeah, so. Right. But you want to see him want it like LeBron wanted exactly. with, with yeah. that young talent. Exactly. Right. And go take over a Man, game. I'm like, saying. It looked like AR wanted more than him. It looked like Hachimura wanted more than him. Right. Go after right. anybody. With the, you had point. the little, you had Kevin Durant on you. Just go pound him. Just go yeah. be physical and go show somebody you want. LeBron, LeBron's been talking about it, and LeBron's propping AD up all the time. Mm -hmm. This is his team. This is his team. You guys are Lakers fans now. This is his yeah. team. I think it's going to kick in. I think I do. When? I think it's, it's going to kick, kick in. I think he just, you know what I mean? I, I, I think it's going to kick in. He's one of the most talented you got him players in the you league. Must, you must got him on a Jordan Love. Watch what I right, tell right, you, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? It just... Yeah. You know, we, we all know that he's uh, injury prone, you know, and I just think he's, you know. That's what I want to, I want to point that out. I saw none of that. That's what, what I want to so I, mean, I saw he, none of that. So it didn't scare you if he fell on the ground? It wasn't like, oh. Exactly. Was I didn't even think about he it. He looks didn't, a little, make, a little you know, stronger that. to me. Yeah, I actually, right? this, it, looks, it looks like he, you yeah. know, worked out maybe in the offseason, so I feel good about it, you know, and I know he, right. to some people, he fell off in the second half of this, uh, of this game, uh, but, uh, I just, I'm just excited about when it, when it does click for him, because it will click for him. Yeah. You know, he'll have I hope so. I pray so. All right, up next, Wayne, Two Chains will stay right here with us, and we are going to debate and discuss are the Eagles proving they are the NFL's best yes. team? Best yes. team? They are. <laughs> 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 Wayne and Shane still with us. I wish you could have been with us during the break. It was, it was something. Yeah. But now we're going to talk big picture NFL. Let's start with the Eagles. Mr. Wayne, are they proven to be the best team in the NFC or maybe even in the whole thing? I would say the best team in the NFC for now, but skip yeah. that. Their record, I mean, their schedule coming up. Mm-hmm. It's serious. It's serious. It's serious. We're going there yeah. a week from Sunday. They got the yeah. commanders next up there, but then after that, they got probably yeah, they got the Chiefs. Yeah. They got y'all. They yeah. got the Bills. They got, yeah. Yeah. Then they got y'all back again. Like back yeah, again. It's serious. I'm, yeah. I would say that I would just say the NFC. I, I'm still going with the Chiefs for the best team in the league. Okay, but you like what you've seen so far. You've been. You've been won over by the Eagles. I look, I, I've been won over because they haven't even been playing their best, and they're still yeah. winning. Right. They're trying to, they, they, they still trying to figure it out while still winning. You know what I mean? So that, yeah. 
But the Ravens, watch the Ravens, too. Yeah, but the, 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 it's hard to see who the best team is in the league. I can only really go for the most part by conference. The Eagles are the best in the NFC conference, followed up by San Francisco. Okay. Then I still slightly got Detroit. And then it's a mix between the Cowboys and the Lions for that, that next spot. I mean, the, uh, not the Cowboys, the Seahawks. The Cowboys and the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're somewhere down like five or six. No, or yeah, something. you're in that. Yeah, because you look at it, y'all, y'all tied with Seattle for me five right or now. Six? Yeah, y'all tied with Seattle yeah. right now. So that's a good spot. You know, it ain't nothing wrong with that. It is not a good spot. What it's you the mean, wrong yeah. spot. What do you mean? You got something to prove this week against Sunday against the Rams. We'll be fine. Okay, so let's say you'll be mm-hmm. fine. You win mm-hmm. that. Then guess where you got to go? Yeah. You got to go see Rocky. Okay, we'll go see and, 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 and you. You're afraid go. of no Rockies. I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying yeah. you got to go. Yeah. Miami just rolled up in there and went home with an L. Okay. All I'm saying is you got to go there. Yeah. And, and that's going to be tough. And they've only gotten better. All would right. you admit, as you like to tell me, would you admit that the Philadelphia Eagles have gotten better over the last week? I just know last, That's not what last I Christmas Eve, we yes scored or, 40 on them. It's a last yes Christmas or Eve. a no, Skip. Yes. Did they get better You know what? I give you this. They have a play. They have a quarterback sneak that, like, unlike I've he never seen. We can't, he it, still ain't answered the question, though. Okay. It's a yes or a no. I did think my team is better than no, they are. Did the Philadelphia Eagles yes. get better With, by picking up Kevin Bayard? Yes, Bayard. Okay, yes, they Byer. did. Chains, chains, go. Weigh in. Please. I think the best team in the NFL is is probably the team that uh, Taylor Swift boyfriend played for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that team. The uh, man yeah. that became Taylor Swift boyfriend. That's, nah, that, that's my man for real. Shout out, shout out Travis Kelsey. Shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out. No, I'm just. I didn't mean to say. Shout out Travis Kelsey has his own name. Right. And um, I, I like Kansas. But let me be honest. When we get through putting. One of my teams back together now. First, I'm from Atlanta, so I'm a huge Falcons fan. Mm-hmm. We're number one yeah. in our division, but you I am, I am, I am. Yeah, we do have some young talent, but I'm, I'm also here for. I'm also here for. Excuse me. You're proud of that? Just now, what you just said. Being number one in that division. <laughs> Why wouldn't I be proud of it? <laughs> what y'all I didn't mean to stop you. What y'all? What y'all? But also, you take one I'm, any kind of way you can get one. Also, you but let me, let, me, let me come clean though. I, I am a, a representative of, of the Bang Bang Nation as well, and I know we're a little banged up mm. um, out, out here on, um, in the Bay. But I'm, mm. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Debo come back, and mm. I want to yeah. see what will happen with yeah. the, uh, the Purdy concussion protocol. What you got to say, bro? Mm. What's up? With, what Green Bay doing? Let me see. Mm. We got the. What no, Green I ain't Bay? got the standing. What Green what Bay, Green Bay no got going Green on? Bay ain't on here. Anybody got Green Bay up here? Anybody? Not yet. No, nobody. Not, not yet. Not, okay. Now, Philly, yo, this is a serious schedule. I know you guys mentioned it. It is scheduled here. The Washington and Dallas, they got to buy. Kansas City, Buffalo, San mm-hmm. Francisco, Dallas again. Again. Seattle, New York, Arizona, and Giants. They'll finish up strong. That, that finish will be strong. I got Philly right now. Philly's the best team in the National Football League now because they what, what they've dealt with. And they're still winning games. Yes. They're finding ways to win games. And what you see is everybody making plays. I mean, you know, A.B.'s making the major plays, but, but, but everybody's joining in making plays. So I got them. I got them right now, top team in NFC. 
top team in the NFL. I'm almost scooting like him towards. I know you're not about to do that. And Lamar Jackson. If I get one more game like that with Lamar Jackson, I'm gonna be right here with Skill. We gonna be Baltimore in this thing all the way to the Super Bowl. I can say Baltimore looks good. I need to see one more game. If I see Lamar Jackson in that pocket. With the house closing down on him and he's still he's looking, still up, the looking up the field. And, I'm saying mm-hmm. if I see him do yeah. that one more week. Yeah. No, no, right. They are they are dangerous. There's no question about it. In terms of the whole league, it's still Kansas City for me, because Kansas City's defense is playing better than they've ever played for Patrick. Yeah, they give you so, the best defense he ever had. Yeah, ever, mm-hmm. ever, 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 ever had. So yeah, for sure. But then when you start trying to be slick. And I heard you running down that schedule. It, oh, it's really tough. Here's the schedule. <laughs> now go on and read the Dallas Cowboys schedule at the, toward the end of the season. Isn't it the same team that you just rattled off minus Kansas City? Y'all got to play too. Mm. Yeah, but but there'll be division be games. We'll be okay. Oh, y'all going to be okay? Oh, you're going to be okay having to go to Miami and Buffalo and, and Detroit? You're going to be okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. and, and we're going to end in Washington. That's, uh, that's you're going to end in Washington. Yeah, end in Washington. Washington. Okay. But you got to get to the mother team, Skip, before you end okay. in Washington. I got it. This right here, though, this, this gauntlet that Philly's about to go to, it's yeah. a gauntlet. You got to go to the same gauntlet, gauntlet, though, man. Michael. Yeah. Yeah, How are you going to try to avoid that? You and Skip, y'all no, something we, else. We, we got a cakewalk coming up for a while. Yeah. You yeah. do not. Yeah, we just got one tough game at Philly. That's and all. then you play three teams that's, that, that can go either way. No, you can go it. either way. Washington can go either way, Skip. Come on, stop, stop it. Stop. Stop. Come on. Stop. All right, go either right. way. All right. Do, do All we right. have a dinner you, bet you, on that you game? You lost to Washington and went on to win the Super Bowl. All right. Allow me to say this about the Eagles. <laughs> I, I hate the Eagles, but I'm going to give you the yeah. edge on the. I just I grew up hating them. I don't like the color of their uniforms, <laughs> but I will give you this. We will win that division. Before all is said and done, we will win the East. That's all I got to say. So you I'll want to do it to you right it? now. Yes, I will. Okay. Yeah. Right. Done. Done. Thank you. When right. you say we, who we with them? Uh, Cowboys. Cowboys. Cowboys going to win that. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Cowboys going to win you, you do realize they signed that's a why, dude that Dak Prescott likes to throw the ball to, mm-hmm. not C.D. Lamb. He, he, li- he does <laughs> like to yeah. throw it to. Yeah, yeah he I, likes I to agree. throw it to the safety. All yeah. right. Maybe Jerry's going <laughs> to make a splash. Yes, dude got three picks in his career against Dak. Yeah. All right, speaking of those Cowboys, up next we are going to predict Rams at Cowboys who wins, and Keyshawn's going to bet a dinner on the Rams. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> All right, here we go. Rams at Cowboys, one Eastern Sunday on Fox. Who you got? What's the score? Mr. Wayne, please go first. I got Cowboys over the Rams. Mm, I got 31. That's an upset. 31-17. (laughs) 31-17, like like convincingly. Yeah. Oh, because last time you were here, well, every time you've been here, you pick against them. Yeah, it's all good. Maybe you've learned your lesson. Is that possible? See, now you got to mess it up. You got to mess it up. I got the Rams 24-16. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. I love it. Let's go, Matt. Man. All right. Go, Chains. Oh. So why you got to mess that up? Seventeen ten. Which way? I'm I'm Cowboy. smelling Rams. Oh, I got who's thinking oh. that? I don't want to say that, but Cowboy. yeah. Cowboys. All right, the Cowboys gonna win. They'll win. 29, Simple as that. Twenty nine nineteen. They gonna win. Well, well, they gonna why nineteen? In honor they, of you? 
No, I just <laughs> had to figure 19. They'll go for two. They'll miss, you know, something like that. But the problem that y'all going to have, you yeah. and Knucklehead over there, is they going to win this game so convincingly, no. you going to walk up in here oh. on Monday talking crazy and this, that, and the other, and all oh, we back. And, blah, blah, blah. and then they going to go to Philly. Mm. Yeah. And they're going to run a truck over y'all. <laughs> really? They're right back in place. And well, put you right back in your position. Really? I talked with that Prescott yesterday. Uh-huh. We talked about well, that. See, that's, that's going to be a problem in itself. <laughs> it sounded like it was an intellectual conversation. <laughs> I had a conversation with him about it. I, I, now, I, it's all about matchups. And the Rams match up in a way without Trayvon Diggs over there that worries me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That worries me. And then... Matt through Stafford going back home worries me mm. in a way. But, 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 but also, but also Matthew Stafford coming back home pleases me mm. in a way. Because I know he's going to want to throw some passes way up the field interception. in front of everybody. <laughs> and that should be okay with me because we will get back to taking the ball and turning, t- turning the ball over, taking it away. So I'm, I'm going Dallas 27 24. It's a close game. 24. Wow. What did Dak have to say, by the way? Anything well, well, good? Yeah, yeah. Dak, well, listen, I, and I asked Dak, I said, hey, how, 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 how much is this? How possible is this being a trap game? Mm-hmm. A trap game? Because you got Philly coming up mm-hmm. next. You know what I mean? If you let Arizona do that, should you not? Well, we're not really worried about that. Mm-hmm. We feel good about the game plan okay. going in because the other guys are starting to play now. You All know, right. Make plays now. So they got to continue about to make a play. All right. I say we get after Matthew Stafford with our pass rush, which is the best pass rush in football, and we win 30 to 20, no sweat. And that is it for Undisputed. I have driven this man completely off the set. We're back at 9.30 Eastern. I can't wait.